Hey everyone, this is Chad Harms, and you're listening to Testimony, a podcast telling the stories of how and why people became Christians. On today's bonus episode, you'll hear fashion influencer Hannah Pete's thoughts on private schools, how God directs our lives, and why she's so thankful for her husband. You'll also hear a testimony that was submitted by one of our listeners. It is awesome, so make sure to listen all the way to the end to hear it. And by the way, if you want to share the story of how and why you became a Christian with us, or you have an idea about someone whose story we should tell on the show, go to testimonypodcast.com and fill out the form. I think these bonus episodes are great because they contain some really important content about living as a Christian. That said, they are meant to be listened to in conjunction with the full-length episodes of this show, the episodes that share people's testimonies. So, if you haven't already listened to the full episode with Hannah, hit the stop button and listen to that one right now. It is a great story about Hannah having unwavering faith in Jesus, despite not feeling his presence. Just a reminder, a full-length episode of the show comes out on the first Tuesday of every month, and then a bonus episode with more from my conversation with the same guest comes out two weeks later. Speaking of upcoming episodes, the one that will come out on April 2nd is with President of Western Seminary, Dr. Charles Connery. It is an incredible story about music, weed, a crazy incident with a Ouija board, and ultimately a life devoted to Jesus and his service. Here's a clip. She said, oh, sweetie, you need Jesus. And she went on to preach the gospel in a way that I'd never heard it before growing up Catholic. I'd never heard the gospel presented in a way that underscored the love of God, the purpose that God has for my life, that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and invites me to accept him as Lord and Savior. And all I have to do is receive him as my Lord and Savior, and the shackles of sin will break off. The power of Satan will be obliterated in my life, and the the Holy Spirit will come and fill me and uh, take me forward in life in a way that aligns with God's purposes for me. And as she was describing the gospel in this way, I found myself overwhelmed with a sense of divine destiny. You don't want to miss Dr. Connery's episodes, so make sure that you subscribe to the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Before I play my conversation with Hannah, I just want to let you know that you can support the show by sharing it with someone else that you think will be impacted and or by making a donation at testimonypodcast.com. Now, here's my conversation with Hannah Peets. So I know a number of private school people who were kind of driven nuts by like hypocrisy, I guess. They looked around and they felt like their their school experience was not that different than uh, the experiences of, you know, somebody in a secular public school. And I think that's like a, it's almost like a snapshot of of why a lot of people leave the church, right? Because they look around the church and they, they're bothered because so many people who say they love Jesus don't live any differently than, you know, people who don't say that. So I'm wondering for you, I'm, did you, did you ever feel that? And why did you choose to respond to that differently than so many other people your age? 
Yeah, I feel like I didn't see a lot of hypocrisy among my teachers and leaders and mentors that were in my school specifically. Whenever I think about like growing up in the church, I almost think more of school than I do actual like Sunday school or church. Um, but in terms of growing up in a private Christian school, I really didn't feel like I saw that hypocrisy so much. I also feel like it's kind of a bubble sometimes in negative and positive ways. But as far as the negative like way of seeing like hypocrisy among people, I think that you kind of have to take a step back sometimes to see that. And like maybe now looking back, I can see where there were some questionable things or some things that I would have liked to um, in the moment address, but I just didn't know that it was hypocrisy that I was seeing or it was something that I should have taken like notice to. You've mentioned a few times like God directing you. And I know when I was a little younger than you, uh, it was one of the big questions for me. And I can tell you from just uh, what gets listen to as far as my sermons go that that uh one of the most listened to series i've ever done is about finding the will of god uh and so i think a lot of young people wonder how god directs them how's god directed you i feel like if we were starting at my adult life because that's really when i started making my own decisions i guess um he definitely gave me the um, passion and desire to study what I wanted to study, which was fashion, and that was starting much earlier than my adult life, or my adult life meaning college. Um, he gave me the desire and, um, you know, just that need for being a part of a community of believers and wanting to go to a private Christian university, and that led me to Seattle. Um, I wanted to finish early. I wanted to get married and start my life. So in that case, I feel like I was kind of directed to finishing early, which I never actually finished. So since I never finished school, like I thought I was going to or finished my degree, I got married and accepted a full-time job thinking I was going to finish while I did that or while I did that full-time job and started my career, which is what I had a desire for and what I wanted. And I believe that these desires and directions are from the Lord. Um, I never finished that. I suddenly had a shift in my interest. And now, you know, I got my foot in the door with healthcare and I want to go back to school and study to become, I don't know what, but um, something in the healthcare field, which is worlds away from fashion and me thinking I was going to become an assistant buyer and work my way up the corporate ladder. Um, and these, you know, a lot of people that don't know the Lord don't understand how I just all of a sudden wanted to go into healthcare. But I think that people that do have faith know that sometimes we just have these shifts in interest and these different, you know, our opinions change just like our interests change. And I honestly don't know what it was genuinely that made me think that healthcare was going to be the right place for me. I just know that I was told several times in a year um, by people who 
know me really well and know the Lord and spoke into my life about how my presence is really calming and how my personality being so I don't want to say low-key because that's pretty like a pretty slang term I feel like but just the I guess my calming presence is the best way to put it how I'm kind of like an even line in terms of um, emotions go especially I feel like compared to a lot of my like closest friends and the people that are closest to me and they just told me how they've really appreciated that in their lives and I wanted to use that more in what I was doing and then I started looking more into healthcare and I just feel like I took like a 180 almost and um, just thinking about my journey from now until or from you know when I was living in Seattle or choosing even to move to Seattle to now, that whole journey I feel like was completely directed by him and his will. I just think that in terms of direction, all of those like pivotal moments or seasons where my interests shifted or where I felt like I knew exactly what I wanted to do and my you know idea of a great career and just what I, I wanted my life to look like, all those things were really directed by him. I feel like I can go back to school now and finish my degree for something completely different. And I think that that motivation wouldn't have been there if I didn't not finish my degree. If I had finished my bachelor's in fashion, I don't know that I would have wanted to go back to school and start all the way over. And so I think that everything happens for a reason and that can be God's direction. So if you could thank God for one person in your life, who would it be and why? If I could only thank God for one person in my life, I would thank God for my husband, Caldwell Peets. I think that my desire to be a better person comes a lot from him and our relationship. And I think that that's something that's just really important to want to continue to be better, kinder, um, be there more for people around you. And I see his like thoughtfulness and his like sensitivity to other people and their feelings. And that makes me want to show that to other people, which I think is something that God would absolutely want us to do and is a way of showing God's love is being aware and sensitive of other people's feelings and that's just always come so naturally to him and it's always made me want to be better. Before I let you go, I want to read to you a testimony submitted by one of our listeners, Shay Watson. He says, Rock bottom hits hard. In that moment of loss, everything you thought you were vanishes, and you are left knocked down within an empty shell. In 2014, my wife of 13 years walked out the door and I hit that rock. In a moment of desperation, I did something I thought I'd never do. Honestly, I didn't think the option was available to a sinner like me. After all, God smites people like me. You sin, you go to hell, right? 
But as I stood there broken and yelling out defiantly, God, you say Jesus died for my sin. You say you can restore me. You say that you are the way, the truth, and the life. Well, here I am. Show me. He did. In my defiant posture, he opened his arms and pulled me in close. I called. He answered. Broken home, molestation, combat PTSD, drug arrests, drug addiction, suicidal thoughts, miscarriages, domestic abuse, broken marriages, and a huge identity crisis that always sought after worldly fixes and approvals. Obliterated, and my testimony found a center point for restoration, Jesus. I landed on the rock of salvation, and today life is an upward-facing trajectory. I appreciate you sharing that with us, Shay. It's amazing what God has done in your life, and I'm thankful for that, and I'm also thankful that you have shared it with us. Again, if you want to share your story with us, go to testimonypodcast.com and fill out the form there. I'd love to share some of those stories here. Thanks for listening.